Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for popping on. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And if you want to watch, just go to YouTube and search DeHuff Uncensored. And again, hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. So I got a, I, I've had a few of these request and Gerald was the last one that that sent it in Gerald in Longmont asked if I could give a, a quick preview of the Denver Broncos offense because I think that was the biggest concern for several years here in the state of Colorado with the Denver Broncos is their shit offense it was just garbage and now on the horizon it seems like this Denver Broncos offense could be special I've said it before This Denver Broncos offense has all the makings to be a Super Bowl contender. Will they put the pieces together? Because we know they have the pieces, but will those pieces actually fit and actually make this engine run in the right direction? That's, That's to be seen. We don't know. But it is interesting as we look at this Broncos offense, and again, I've said this before, what is the biggest relief for me is that we don't have another fucking QB controversy. Drew Locke and crew are gone. We have Russell Wilson. That's exciting still. I'm still excited, although he hasn't actually taken a snap yet for the Denver Broncos. By the way, did you see Drew Locke somewhat throwing shade at the Denver Broncos? And I know Pat Shermer's long gone. We've already moved on. But he's really throwing more shade at Pat Shermer than anything. So anybody that gets offended by what Drew Locke said, I I think you really need to consume what he's actually putting out there. He said, in regards to the usage of Noah Fant, who's also in Seattle with Drew Locke, he said, I think we could have maybe pressed the field with him a little bit more in Denver, but he's going to have the opportunity to do that here. And I know he's pumped about it. Yeah, it's, it's not a really hard jab at the Denver Broncos. It's just that Pat Shermer had no fucking clue what he was doing and just wasn't utilizing the tools that were in front of him. So listen, at the end of the day, I really, I'm going to miss Noah Fant. I think he was a huge weapon. We'll get into the tight ends here in a second, but I think that's going to be a huge loss for the Denver Broncos. How huge? I don't know. I'm not sad that Drew Locke's gone. Jeez, man. He just was a shit quarterback he had some abilities and and listen guys yeah i get it before everybody's like well he's better than you yeah no shit no shit he's better than me i get it kickers are better quarterbacks than i am i get that (laughs) fuck man (laughs) there's always somebody who's just like it's usually youtube that somebody will say something to me like well you're no you're not an athlete like never said i was Never said I was. But here's the thing. Everything I've heard from behind the scenes, and I know some of that has uh, slipped out into the media, so for public consumption, that he he was a very immature leader, quote-unquote leader. He just wasn't intelligent enough when it came to the quarterback position to, to lead an offense. So it's good riddance to bad rubbish for, the, for Drew Locke. Sorry, bud. Enjoy being a backup in Seattle. Because last I heard, 
Geno Smith was leading the pack for Seattle. So, and it wasn't Drew Locke. So good thing he's out of here. And it is exciting that the Broncos have, you, you don't have to worry about who's leading the offense because that's Russell Wilson. So that's exciting. I, I, I know it's kind of like beating a dead horse, like some other radio stations out there. <clears throat> but I'm just saying the obvious. It is exciting. I, listen, I love everybody at the fan. I do. I do. I'm just giving them shit. I do love them. Uh, but it, it's exciting. It's a breath of fresh air. And like I've said before, this Denver Broncos offense on paper is built for success. It is built to make a run for the Super Bowl. But will it happen? We have all the great ingredients for an amazing recipe. But if we don't use them right, and if the ingredients just aren't what they need to be, it might be garlic, but it might be shitty garlic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it could end up being just something you, you, you consume and you're like, this is garbage. So it all has to be put together properly and used properly. Otherwise, it's just a heap of nothing. But I, I again, I'm excited about it. Now, when you look at the receivers, obviously, Jerry Judy, uh, Sports Illustrated came out the other day, like a week or so ago, and they said something that they believe that he should be a pro bowler. And I agree, he should be. Uh, he He's very quick on his feet. And everybody sees that, but he just didn't. It didn't amount to enough catches and enough big plays. So this is a huge year for him. I believe he can do it, and I believe with the right leadership of Russell Wilson, I think that he can do it. He will swim. He's not going to sink. But there's always the chance that he could. But I believe in Jerry Judy. I think he will succeed this year. How much? I don't know. That's up to him. But I, he is going to be a major factor for this Denver Broncos offense, and that's exciting. Tim Patrick, by the way, he is the most rock-solid receiver that the Broncos have right now. And that's, you know, pretty close with Cortland Sutton. But if I had to pick between the two, I would go with Tim Patrick over anybody. And that's not a knock on Cortland Sutton. That's just the fact that dude doesn't drop shit when it comes his way. And not like Cortland Sutton drops everything. But I'm just saying, that's my guy. Tim Patrick, man, he is the rock of the Broncos receiving core. Now, again, looking at Cortland Sutton, it, it looks like he's getting back to his old self. I was reading, uh, what is it, uh, Corey Rourke was talking about how he believes that uh, Cortland Sutton is back on track to being his old self. And that's exciting. The guy, And I've said this, this guy before. I'll say it again. K.J. Hamler is the Broncos' weapon X, and that's exciting. Obviously, he's coming back from knee and hip, a knee and hip injury that kept him out most of last season. I think he only played like three games. But he is going to be this exciting factor for the Denver Broncos, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and I'm going to be pissed if the Broncos' offense, the, the coaching staff, doesn't use him like they should use him. He should be a a just like all of a sudden, where the fuck did that guy come from? I want to hear that from an announcer, <laughs> please. Like, holy shit, it's KJ Hamler. <laughs> Where'd he come from? And as he scores a 99-yard touchdown, I want to see that. 
Although I'd be more upset at the fact that the Broncos were at the one-yard line. What the fuck are you guys doing on your own one? Anyway, but you see what I'm saying? I, I want them to use K.J. Hamler as as this, this essentially kind of gimmicky, but I just... They need to think outside the box and every now and then throw him in there uh, with a with a trick play or something like that. He is the guy that can do it because he's so freaking fast. So that's something I really hope the Broncos bring to the table. Not, I'm not saying like do it like nonstop, but start. You have a weapon. Fucking use it. Don't be a dipshit that keeps your fucking samurai sword on your back and you're like no i want to prove that i can beat somebody up with my hands that's great but you could just slice somebody's arms off come on have we not seen that movie where he's like it's it's a flesh wound it's just a flesh wound (laughs) come on do that come on use kj hamler albert o in the tight ends it's it's interesting albert o i think is he's going to start things off as the starter but i don't know how this is going to I I think I guess what is it Dolchich Greg Dolchich I'm probably saying his name wrong I I honestly I have not heard anybody say his name in forever so I'm an idiot and I don't watch college football but anyway he's fast he's fast as fuck Eric Tomlinson he's great at blocking and Dylan Perham 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 is great at blocking and he's also underrated as a receiver. So I think the Denver Broncos tight ends are going to be pretty effective this year. So obviously if you got guys that are super fast, but you also have other guys that are great at blocking, it would be nice if they were all great at catching, all great at running and all great at blocking, but that's not the case right now. So that could bite them in the butt at times, but I think the Broncos should be fine at tight end. It is going to be interesting, though. I it, It's kind of... I'm not set... I'm not fully comfortable on the Denver Broncos at tight end, but I'm not overly concerned about the Broncos' uh, tight ends. Russell Wilson, by the way, a lot of people think Russell Wilson didn't use the tight ends very much the past several years, but here's the thing. He actually did. There was just a lot of injuries at that position, so on... The stat sheet, it didn't look like he was actually using tight ends, but he was. Not like insane, but I'm just saying, I don't think we need to worry about him dropping the ball off to the tight end because he will do that. But again, it also just depends on how things get drawn up by the coaching staff. I'm going to get to some critical parts of the Broncos offense here in a second. Summer is here and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. We're talking about the Denver Broncos, man. So start looking at Superbook. Plus, when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at Superbook.com, they're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. That's insane. It's never too early to start thinking about football at Superbook Sports. So place your bet and start winning today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know we all like to keep watching the abs forever, but we can't. Baseball, here we come. 
For almost 20 years, the Blake Street Tavern has been Lodo's premier pre- and post-game hangout. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Did you know they deliver? They do. They also have curbside pickup available, and they also do online wine education classes for you. So stop on by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. That's what I do because I don't know how to mix drinks, so I just go to TotalBev.com and they help me out there. So Total Beverage, everything you need and more. When you look at the running back situation, this is something that actually... it. it I'm pretty happy with the Denver Broncos running backs. And I know a lot of people hate Melvin Gordon and people were just really upset with Melvin Gordon uh, returning to the Denver Broncos. But him and Javante Williams in the backfield for the Denver Broncos, I'm fine with it. I want to say Melvin had four fumbles last year. Now, obviously, one fumble is one fumble too many. Okay? But here's the thing. He's great out of the backfield. He's a smart player, although every now and then he'll make a stupid... I want to say he had a really dumb play last year, and I can't remember when it was. But also, you got to think, he's in the Pat Shermer offense, so fuck, man. His head, As a veteran, his head's probably spinning with the stupidity that's around him. But anyway, I'm glad that Melvin Gordon is back. I'm really excited to see what Javante Williams can do. It's his second year. So he's going to take the lead role. That's what you can expect. Unless something weird happens in training camp, expect Javante Williams to be the lead back for the Denver Broncos. Now, obviously people are going, well, it's a 50-50 split, so who knows what's going to happen. I don't think that the Denver Broncos are going to use Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon as 50-50. I think that Javante is going to be the basically the bell cow and he's going to I would expect more of an 80-20 in favor of Javante Williams I don't think they're going to want to use Melvin Gordon that much as far as in the backfield take taking the rock I think they're going to use Gordon sparingly and use use him more as a veteran influence for the young stud that is Javante Williams and that makes sense to me but here's the thing. I'm excited for the Denver Broncos running running game. I think it could be very special. Javante Williams is just a beast. He is something special. I've said this before, and maybe it's not a good enough comparison, but I, I look at him, and he's, he's quick, he's powerful, and he kind of reminds me of Bo Jackson. Now, Bo Jackson was somebody very, very special. He's not on the same level, but he's get, he's pretty damn fucking close. Javante Williams is a special back, and we may see him explode this season for the Denver Broncos, and that's exciting. The one thing that really concerns me about the Denver Broncos offense is the offensive line. And we can go through all the guys, but the one guy that I actually have the most concerns with, I think he can do better, right? But I And I hate to bag on him. But I think he may have been a flash in the pan last year, quote-unquote flash in the pan. This guy gave up five sacks last season. We don't want any more pressure going on Russell Wilson. We want to protect him. Five sacks is quite a bit. But Garrett Bowles needs to step up his shit. I know he didn't have a lot of penalties yet last year, and everybody wants to hang their hat on that. 
but he still fucking scares me because he's kind of a fucking numbskull at times, right? Can we not agree on that? Do you see when he gets punched in the face, he freaks out and does stupid things. I don't want that. I need Garrett Bull to pull his head out of his ass and do his fucking job. Now, here's the great thing about Garrett Bowles. He's a little bit older. He's more mature. He has his, I believe he has a son. I could be wrong, and I apologize if, if he has a daughter. But either way, the when you when you have kids, it makes you grow up a little bit faster. So hopefully what this is going to do is translate onto the field so Garrett ends up being a little bit more mature on the field, and then he knows how to handle his shit. When he gets punched in the face, he knows that don't freak out and start just shoving people because he's a beast. He's a strong motherfucker, right? He is. But that doesn't mean shit if you're if you're creating stupid penalties or you're pissing off the wrong guy and guess what they do? They end up getting a sack on you because you're 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 overthinking shit and you're just playing angry instead of just playing smart. That's the only thing that really bugs me. The offensive line is my my biggest concern. That's really at the end of the day. But you go back and you look at it, obviously the quarterback situation, you basically can just push that away. That's not a concern. Receiving core, will Jerry Judy actually step up and have an exciting year? I think he can. Cortland Sutton, is Cortland back? Yeah, I think he will be back as far as he will be back to his old self. Tim Patrick, obviously rock solid. You can always count on them. What will the, the Broncos tight end situation be? Albert O, are you going to step up and and just take complete control of the 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 lead role as tight end? I hope you can. I fucking hope you can. And of course, obviously, uh, running backs, Javante Williams. This is your your year to shine. Show people that you're a beast. I know you did it last year. Nobody could fucking take you down. Let's do that again. And Melvin Gordon, just shut out the haters and do your thing. Yeah, you might get not get the 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 ball as much this season, but that's okay. Just whenever you're in there, capitalize on that. Because I know you can, because you are a special player. Look at me. I'm giving him a pep talk. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you guys have other concerns or maybe things that you, you think are are something to to take notice of on the Denver Broncos offense. Let me know to huffuncensored at gmail.com. I really, really appreciate all of you. We'll get into the defense at a, at a later time. I know that, shit, I could probably kind of go into it now. But, you know, I, I'm really excited about the Denver Broncos secondary. I think that is the the one thing that about the defense that I can r- truly say is going to be special. You got another year of the great Justin Simmons, and he is great, and Patrick Sertan. Everybody's saying... As far as his teammates, they're like, oh my God, you guys thought he was good last year. You should see him now. He's even better. So that's exciting. That's exciting. Everything else on the defense, I'm not 100% on as far as what we got in Broncos country on the Broncos defense. I'm not concerned about it, but I'm also not sold on it. So we'll, we'll get into that at a later date, but... Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Uh, thanks so much to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern, and of course, Total Beverage. It's to Huff on Censor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.